Hey everyone, welcome to the Advocate Like a Mother podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Ashley. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today. Today's episode is all about changing the face of beauty. We have the founder and president, Katie Driscoll. Changing the face of beauty showcases brands that value the disability community as consumers in their ads. Stick around. so excited for today's show. Um, I love Katie. Katie yes. is a huge inspiration on what inclusion actually means for a brand. Yeah. Katie's for me. Amazing. Because I'm still learning too. Because when people ask, I'm like, uh <laughs> I'm still learning too. I think for me it just means that we all thrive in the community together. Yeah. Not that's a great separately. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um a lot of people ask us if um Eli is gonna be in ads. And so, um, you know, finally I was like, okay, we'll, we'll give it a shot. Yeah. And I was on Facebook one night and I saw that they were looking for a little boy, his age with Down syndrome for an old Navy ad. You're like, perfect. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, we're like, you know, about an hour away from LA. Right. So that's not too big of a deal. Right. So, you know, so I reached out to the lady and she asked for some pictures mm-hmm. and I sent them in and she's like oh my gosh he's, he's so, so cute yeah, he's so cute and so she you know they gave us the address and mm-hmm. of course it's the next day of course so we have to drop everything thank god it wasn't like an hour later oh, though gosh, yeah i've heard people <laughs> that's how that they do, do it yeah yes yeah it's crazy i know that's you just have to work your whole life around yes. that yeah and so we drive out there and you know we show up and there's just tons of kids it's you know it's like a total you know just casting call yeah casting right. call everyone's there you know all races right you know all probably not mentally what you had prepared yourself for right right and there were a few other kids there with down syndrome so that was cool to see and right. I, was, I was just so proud of old navy for yes. you know wanting even thinking about exactly yes. yeah so that I, that alone was like okay i'm gonna go and support them and this is so cool and so we get into the room and there's just kids everywhere and eli's fine you know yes. and so they they you know take our name how old was he at this point he was i think three okay when this happened okay and so we you know get changed into mm-hmm. the the clothes that they pick out for him right. and of course they're huge on him because he's so tiny, tiny. He's, yes he was like the size of a one-year-old when he was three right <laughs> and so um so finally we're waiting around he's playing he's fine and then mm-hmm. they call us back to the room oh, goodness. <laughs> and so we walk through the room and you know there's just all these big bright lights yes and, and he's so nervous i'm sure well, he just like as soon as he sees these people and yes. the photographer he's all no <laughs> I'm like, oh no, okay. here we go. Right. And so he's clinging to my leg mm-hmm. and I like, you know, drag him over right. in front of the photographer and yes. the photographer's so sweet. Right. He like gets down on his level and it's like, hey buddy. I know? honestly love photographers like yes. that because I feel like that's where you genuinely make the connection and yeah. you can genuinely see the kid's character in the photograph. Yes. When people are willing to connect with you on your level and not scare you because sometimes it's intimidating for a child to walk into a room like that with all the lights and everything.
everything's shining on them. I know most of the time, you know, the spotlight is on them for us, but it's not that bright. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, it was so funny. Like he did not let go of my leg. <laughs> He's so cute. He just kept saying, no, no. mom, I'm not going to do this. Gee, I wonder if they're going to give him the job. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they pick us. Right. It was just like, it, it was definitely an experience. I'm right. glad we did it. Right. You know, and it's all a learning curve because right. I feel like, you know, some kids love to get their picture taken yeah. and other kids don't like it. You know, sometimes my kids love it and other times my kids are like, nope, right. I don't want to be anywhere near you. Right. It's just, well, you, even when you and I tried to do our photo, our shoot, photo shoot, oh my gosh, I had balloons brought, and yeah. Reese's and bubbles and this and Harper was still crying the entire time because <laughs> she just wanted to go do whatever it is yeah. that she wanted to do besides right. take pictures. Right. And we're over here just, please, can you just take one nice picture for mom? <laughs> can you just smile one nice time, please? But yeah, oh that's just how it works because I feel yeah. like on our social media, a lot of people get this unrealistic picture that this little content that we post five seconds of our life. It's all perfect. Right. Your life is perfect. It's not no. messy. <laughs> my floor is messy. Everything's messy. My house right. is messy. What you don't see is ev- all the crap moved aside. <laughs> all the things that out, I've edited just out. out of frame. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all the things that I pushed into the other right. room to get this or picture. Or even like, so when we do, I mean, Eli mm-hmm. takes great pictures. Like he's, he's so cute. He's, he's so photographic. Yeah. Yes. But what you don't see behind me is right. Eric acting like a complete clown right throwing his hat up in the the air jumping singing (laughs) hello (laughs) i know i know and we get like one shot one good shot and then eli looks good and that's (laughs) all that really matters oh i can't even tell you how many times i've actually photoshopped like myself i've had to face swap you know because one time one of my children is looking and then the other one is not and you know what that's just how the game works thank god for photoshop thank goodness seriously (laughs) thank god for instagram husbands too because al's always behind the camera oh, yeah. and he's good at it so it's much harder when I'm doing it myself oh. when I like have my phone propped oh, up on the joke. chair and then the cat yeah. jumps up on the oh, chair yeah. and I'm like no <laughs> that was the shot yeah. what <laughs> yeah definitely. you just killed my whole shot now I have to redo all of this <laughs> it's, it's 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 a lot of work and the campaigns and the advertising oh on Instagram gosh, it's yeah. so much work and it's a lot of pressure because yes so I want to do them all but it's like realistically I can't put all that stress on myself right. for one picture because right. it's not worth fighting with my kids or getting upset over it because they're kids right you know sometimes I don't want my picture taken either yeah honestly and other times I'm like yeah I'm feeling myself today let's take a ton of pictures and that's how I feel like our kids are too and it makes it hard but I feel like when people see the real side and the real us you know it's not just a cute little Instagram picture yeah it looks nice for my feed but watch my stories that's the real us yeah. with my real messy house and my right. kids that are screaming and waking it up all fit hours. In that perfect little square. It doesn't, and it yeah. honestly just doesn't look that good. <laughs> so I don't think most people want to see, you know, vomit or things like. In that's real life for me. Yeah. Or G tubes coming out, you know. Yeah. That's us, and that's our life. Yeah. And that's what's normal to me. Right. And what you know, I, one thing I want to touch on is that I think is really important is you know before I had Eli, my Instagram account was private. Right. Like it was just my friends. Yeah. But I think once I had Eli, I realized okay, I have an opportunity to educate people about Down syndrome, to show them that this is not scary, that we love our life, and there is so much joy. And so I think that that is so important. This is my perception of joy and these little moments and these little captures. That was me too. I didn't really share a lot of my life with Ryder when he was a baby and going through the whole diagnosis um, phases. And then one of my friends reached out to me after Ryder was diagnosed with Williams syndrome and said like, you need to start a Facebook page for him. And I was like, 
why? Like nobody really would care. Like nobody wants to hear me talking about these things. And I start a Facebook page and within the first, I want to say 48 hours, that kid had a thousand likes. And I'm like, what? And I had these moms reaching out to me, telling me, giving me resources and giving me doctor's phone numbers and giving me personal numbers of people that I could contact and getting my kid into the hospital. And honestly, the community that it has brought us is just something that I am forever grateful for because yeah. it makes me feel so not alone. Although I do feel alone sometimes when I search my own hashtag and I'm the only person on that hashtag. But when you get that one message in your inbox at like 3 a.m. saying like, hey, my son has post-pump Korea too. I mm. found you from the hashtag. And you're like, girl, I've been waiting for you my whole right. life. Oh my gosh, it's so good to meet you yeah. when you find people that have more experience than you. Or maybe I haven't found anybody who's new to it yet. Only people with more experienced than I but I'm just waiting for that moment I know it's gonna happen because that's how you find your connections that's how you find your people it's social media that's how we get out there that's how we say like this isn't rare like this is happening to us like totally listen to our stories like help us advocate learn for yourselves because I feel like that's what I do appreciate with my followers is that they're willing to go through all these um awareness months and awareness Mm -hmm. weeks and you know like learn about the tube and ask questions about the tube and like let's have an open conversation where like if you're curious about something ask me I'm totally willing to talk to you about it and answer all of your questions definitely one thing I think is funny is, you know, every once in a while I'll get, you know, a DM from someone and mm-hmm. they're like, how can I be an advocate for my child? And I'm right. like, you already are. Yes. By posting pictures of your yes. child, you're advocating for them. You're yes. educating people. You're you're making someone who, you know, gets that diagnosis next week. Not so scary. Yeah. They'll go, oh, I can think about this person. Right. You know? Look at and how the, well they're doing. Right. right. And that's why what I think Katie is doing is so important. Like, I think back to, like, when I got Eli's diagnosis. Mm-hmm. If I had been walking through Target and right. saw a little boy on the billboard right. there with Down syndrome, that would have made things so much better. It would have. It wouldn't have made it such a harsh yeah. um, diagnosis. Yeah. And it, things have, you know, they've come so far. Eli's going to be five next month. And yes. it's incredible to see the work that just Katie alone has done. I know. It's, you know, I'm just so excited to interview her. I'm so excited to see what the future holds for this whole community yes and for her rallying and changing and helping being the change definitely because yeah. we need the change yeah it's exciting time <laughs> it is very exciting and I'm very excited for the show yeah okay well we will be right back with Katie after a word from our sponsor hey everyone let's talk about the glory days daily planner I've got my hands on the planner right now here are the features that jump out at me the weekly therapy tracking pages the daily self-care check-ins, and the meal planning. The Glory Days company partnered with 55 moms raising a person with different abilities to make sure this planner was functional for our unique and complex schedules. The best part is they're donating a portion of the profits to the Down Syndrome Diagnostic Network. Check them out today on Instagram and Facebook, The Glory Days CO and theglorydaysco.com. Katie, thank you so much for joining us today. We are so excited to have you on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your family? Well, I am a mom of six, five boys and one girl um, from 17 down to nine. My goodness. Um, And then I have a husband, Tom, as well. (laughs) And then your son just turned 17 the other day, right? You just had a birthday? Yesterday. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> You're like, how old is he again? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about Grace, your one daughter. 
Yes. So um, we have a nine-year-old um, daughter, Grace, um, and she's amazing. She was born with uh, Down syndrome and definitely the fire in um, my heart uh, for the mission behind changing the face of beauty. Yay. So what made you decide to start changing the face of beauty besides the obvious grace? (laughs) Yeah, well, I was obviously a mom of five before grace came along. And, um, you know, I had a prenatal diagnosis. So I knew that she was going to be coming with um, that extra chromosome and um, kind of through the process of really wrapping around, you know, my mind around what that looked like for us and the future of our family. Um, I was, I picked up my camera and I started documenting our life and, um, grace. And I really, even though I was sad at the, um, at the initial diagnosis, Mm -hmm. um, when she was born, you know, I had a daughter after five boys. So I wanted people to feel the joy that I was feeling. Um, and I really just wanted to communicate that our family was grateful that she was a part of it. And through that process, it was kind of, um, the time when blogs were um, becoming popular and, you know, people were doing a lot of things on Etsy. And so really uh, changing the face of beauty started on Etsy. Um, mm, it's the I good would, old Etsy days. I know, right? Yes. I would reach out to um, brands, you know, small and talk to them about my daughter and, and exchange pictures for um, product. Amazing. And, yeah, it was great. I would spend my evenings just kind of mass mailing Etsy vendors. And um, <laughs> here's Grace. She's so cute. Pick <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And a good friend of mine, um, he owned a flower shop. His name is Steve English. And he, um, he, you know, kind of empowered me and told me, Katie, you know, you have something special and you should share that with the community. And so um, he started giving me product and I would reach out to other Etsy vendors. And then I would reach out to the community and I started um, photographing, um, individuals with disabilities in our local community. Um, you know, and then the Etsy vendors would, would feature them on their, on their sites. And, you know, over the years, it took us a long time to get where we are and really formulate what we were doing. Um, but I had amazing people in my life, my husband, um, Steve, friends, people in the community that said, yeah, where are our kids? You know, where is this community um, in the most influential voice in the world? And so through those conversations, um, and believe me, this organization is so much bigger than me. I'm just lucky to sit in the chair that I sit um, to watch it all unfold. But um, I take bits and pieces from every single person that talks to me. Um, I didn't know anything about advertising. Um, I didn't know anything about anything really. I was a mom, right? Right. You know? And, um, so I'm so grateful for the people that took the time to educate me and help me, um, extend their hand, you know, Maria Shriver in the beginning, um, let me write something on her, um, on her blog. Um, that's incredible, Katie. Yeah. You really started from the complete bottom and really worked your way up. Bottom. Yes, Yes. girl. Really, it was, I always knew that there was a higher power over this organization. Um, There is no reason why it should be where it is um, today if it wasn't. Um, And, you know, people were set in my path uh, at the right times um, to push this mission forward. And Mm -hmm. and that's why we are where we are today. That's That's incredible. So what was the first company that you reached out to beyond Etsy? 
Well, um, <laughs> so from Etsy, I really started, you know, hitting social media, right? And Facebook. And I would um, reach out to brands, um, big and small, just send them, you know, here's a mom of six kids and here's my idea. And will you um, participate? And um, to nail down the, the first, I can't really remember, um, but I will tell you the big break um, was when we had created um, a back to school um, conversation mm -hmm. and I had some brands, um, Seam was one, I'm trying to think, um, maybe maybe tea as well i can't remember oh, yeah. but tea collection oh, tea collection is yeah, amazing yeah. So yes they were they were just like yeah katie here's some stuff you know and and i was really at the point where i was like okay where am i taking this you know what is the next step right um for this conversation and so um i i was driving back from michigan our um family cottage and i was thinking gosh you know how what are families feeling right now you know sending their kids back to school. And I know the anxiousness I had with my, you know, um, three sons that were going back and I homeschooled the other three and that one was Grace. And I was like, gosh, what would it feel like to have a, a, a child with a disability or a difference going back to school? And then I thought, well, gosh, you know, where are they right. in back to school advertising? And, you know, we're talking one in five kids, right? Mm -hmm. Going back to school every year. Right. And, you know, where are they? And so I went home and I scoured my email and I was like, they're nowhere. That's where they're at. Right. Um, You're at the time, correct. Were, the disability community did not exist in back to school advertising. And so I uh, had a friend who had a connection with a used bookstore and I called up some, some of my friends that uh, <laughs> had children with disabilities and without disabilities. And I said, would you come? And, and I contacted, you know, these, um, these companies and they sent me product and I dressed these kids up and I photographed and, and we, took video and we pushed it out into the universe. And, um, at that point, that's when we really started garnering the, the, uh, media attention right. and, and I'm getting somewhere with this story. So, <laughs> um, I always thought if I could ever get on the today show, I really made it, you know, like the today show was my goal. Okay. And, um, that just goes to show you how I, I knew nothing. Right. And, um, so I was like, gosh, if I could ever get the today show and, and the email came in one day and it said, you know, um, whatever they put, you know, uh, media and then today mm -hmm. show. And then it said, you know, please call us. Um, you know, we saw XYZ article and we're interested in, um, you know, featuring um, or talking about changing the face of beauty for an upcoming segment. And when I reached out to them, they were like, OK, yeah, we love this. We're doing a beauty segment and um, we're thinking about changing the face of beauty and what that would look like. And um, you know, when is your next shoot? And I'm like, um, well, I'm like, <laughs> let me get back to you. Right. You know, I've got a lot going on and, um, let me put some things together and respond. Well, I mean, I got off the phone and I was, I mean, I was a fake, a complete fake. <laughs> of course. Uh, You're like, I'm going to make this photo shoot happen right? today, girl. You make it. And so I was like, okay, I had, um, uh, a mother, um, who you guys know, the, uh, Jennifer, mother of Sophia, who's now yeah. featured in all the target ads. Uh -huh. Um, we've been friends for years and she had said to me originally, she's like, what about Matilda Jane? You right. know, she's like, I shop there. I spend a lot of money at Matilda Jane, <laughs> right? You know, what about them? And I was like, so it was in the back of my mind. So I thought, 
what do I have to lose? Nothing. I'm going to be on the Today Show. So I sent an email to Matilda Jane and I was like, going to be on the Today Show. This is our mission. Um, would love for you to participate. And that was the big yes. You know, um, Matilda Jane responded immediately. And at the time it was um, the founder's friend was fielding those um, emails. And she said, what do you need? That's what awesome. do you need? We'll send you whatever you need. And um, shortly after that, you know, we confirmed with the Today Show they were coming out to film. And so we had, we had I think, nine girls. And they sent us some um, beautiful clothing. And, and the founder came um, to the shoot. And that was really the pivotal moment um, for our organization. Denise um, is our guardian angel. She um, unfortunately is no longer with us. Um, but she looks over this organization every day. And really, um, that shoot, that moment changed everything for um for our organization and mission. That's, That's incredible, Katie. Um, so I have a quick question for you. What was your previous vision of inclusion versus what is your vision of inclusion now that you are this huge yeah. lady and changing the face of beauty? Well, um, I, I don't think it's changed much. Um, from the beginning, I... Um, I never wanted to be the mom that had to ask somebody to be my daughter's friend. Right. Um, you know, I wanted people to value her for who she was. Mm -hmm. And I felt that she brought a lot to the table, um, even though she had a difference. And so that is probably the force that pushes um, the organization the most from my point of view. Um, and so when I work with brands from the beginning until now, you know, often brands will want to, to do something special, you know, right. and especially in the beginning, you mm -hmm. know, they're like, oh, absolutely. We right. would love to do a special shoot for changing the face of beauty and right. profile your mission. And, mm -hmm. and I kind of have to step back and go, no, that's not what this is about. This right. is about communicating to the largest minority in the world. Exactly. And, you know, I try to empower the brands to really look at that in a bigger lens. It's not about feeling good, right? It's not about doing something nice for us. No. It's about speaking to one in five families right. in the world, right? right. It's, it's about making sure that you are communicating to this enormous consumer group. So inclusion for me is nothing special. It's, you know, what you're seeing now in Target, mm -hmm. what you're seeing in, you know, a lot of um, justice just did a beautiful spread. It wasn't about what was different about Brogan, who was in that that feature. It right. was about her being, you know, one in five students that go to school every day and shop at justice, you know. Right. So so my view of inclusion is what we look like together and, and not what, you know, makes us different. I love that, Katie. It is so amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's just about representation, right? You know, representing right. everyone. Right. It's so important that um, brands understand the power that they have to change the future of the disability community. And, um, you know, not everyone believes in this thought, but um, really value is placed on um, minority groups on the level of consumerism that they bring to the table and the disability community together and changing the face of beauty is very much about bringing the entire community, all differences together because right. together we are so much more powerful yes. than breaking up into our individual, um, 
you know, differences. So uh, I will have people come to me and say, well, you don't represent this, or I don't see this. Mm -hmm. And my response is always, you know what, I get that. But the way that we view moving forward in the media and advertising is seeing that difference out there. So whether it be a wheelchair, excuse me, a wheelchair user Mm -hmm. or someone with a limb difference, I feel that my daughter is represented. Right. And because we've always focused on that, we're, we're, we're so much powerful because I can, I can clump in, you know, the one in five Mm -hmm. and, you know, we're talking about close to 25% of our population and that's a lot of money. And, you know, business owners are not in a position these days to be able to leave that money on the table. And so, um, it's really been amazing to kind of transform the conversation to, you know, from, oh, I feel really good about this and I love your heart and I love, you know, the heart behind this mission mm-hmm. uh, to no, you're right. <laughs> this is a really good business decision. And when I sit at advertising firms and I've sat at some of the largest in the world and they come at me and ask, you know, this, 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 they throw questions at me all day long. And at the end of it, they say, you're right. We don't, we don't speak to that community at all. And that's a win. And then the next question is, what do you want? Right. Like, what's the goal? Like, what's a win for you, Katie? And the win for me is when companies sit down and talk about, okay, and it, and every company has the conversation, right? Diversity. Mm-hmm. What does diversity look like? We want right. this group, this group, this group. I want the disability community on that checklist. Same. And the minute that they are on that checklist, I promise that your children, my child, anyone living with a disability will not be forgotten again. Right. You know, they won't be in every campaign, but they will absolutely be in every communication for a good portion of the companies around the world. That's great. So um, as far as pushback goes, like, is there like a common theme that you hear a lot from companies? Absolutely. Fear. (laughs) Fear. Fear. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we know that, right? Like um, people fear us. Mm-hmm. Um, they fear our children, fear they change, community, right? Right. And, um, when people are unfamiliar with, um, something, it's not that they, um, you know, necessarily feel bad or have ill will mm-hmm. towards, um, whatever they don't, uh, with whatever they aren't comfortable with, but they, they just step back, right? right. It's easier to step back from it than to really, you know, lean in mm-hmm. and, um, I say it all the time to my team, um, really anyone that I work with, you know, when situations don't work and, and believe me, I've gotten a heck of a lot more no's than I've gotten yeses. Mm. Um, and it's generally because the right person isn't in, in the room, right. you know, and, um, you can't change that. You no. know, you've got to have the right person that wants to lean in and, you know, obviously sitting here with amazing women entrepreneurs. And, you know, we know that in order to move forward, we have to lean into what we're scared of right? and hard things and, um, and take you know, risks that we don't right, know and educate right. ourselves as we go. Cause we don't know everything. We are just all learning oh, as we go. Totally. And you grow yeah. outside of your comfort zone. And that's the yeah. only way you grow. Yeah, that's right. And so when you get into bigger organizations and bigger companies, there's a lot more, levels. Right. So sometimes you might have the right person in the room, mm-hmm. you know, at the marketing level, but then when you get to the executive director or the vice president or the CEO, mm-hmm. you know, they're scared. And so, um, so 
if I had to put, if I had to answer that question with one um, major thing that holds companies back, holds our mission back, it's it's fear. So tell us about your role in helping Jamie Brewer get on the runway in 2015. Wow, one of my favorite stories. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I've um, known um, Gail Williamson for years. Um, she was one of the first people I called when I really decided to move forward. And she is um, really the only, um, you know, um, talent rep out there that really focuses on the disability community. And um, so I had reached out to Carrie Hammer. Um, she had a show, um, Role Models. Um, not runway models. And um, she had put the first woman in a wheelchair on the runway shortly after um, we had really gone public with changing the face of beauty. And I reached out to her and I said, thank you. You know, I mean, holy cow. I think that was five years ago. You know, this is the first time um, a woman in a wheelchair is seen um, in a, in a national runway show. Right. And so um, she's a lovely, she's a good friend of mine. And she got back to me right away and said, Hey, you know, um, thanks for sending me this message. Um, we kind of went back and forth. And um, I think it was a year later, she sent me a note and she said, Hey, she said, I'm planning my next runway show. And um, I want to put a role model on the runway for grace. Oh, um, yes. I want to put a young woman, you know, with down syndrome on that runway. And so I reached out to Gail um, because she had access, obviously, to her talent and asked her if she, you know, knew of someone. And um, she came back. Jamie Brewer was all in. Um, her mother was all in. And we met in New York for that runway show. And I'm going to tell you, um, she was the right person for the job. So I was at dinner with um, Jamie the night before the show. And, you know, we talked about, you know, what she was doing. And, and I wanted her to fully understand my gratitude and, you know, the change that she was making for every little girl, um, you know, young woman, mother, um, living with Down syndrome, you know, um, the fact that they could aspire to being on a national runway, you know, and, and Jamie is the most gracious person and she absolutely knew um, what she needed to do. And Grace and I went to the show we sat in the crowd and to be honest, being that this is a role model show and not a runway model, right? <laughs> All the women that walked down that runway were stiff as a board. They were nervous. They, they were out of their comfort zone because she had CEOs and successful businesswomen. And, you know, um, Jamie was at the end of it. And I'm telling you what, um, she came out of that back room and she owned that oh, runway. Bet. Like I've never seen. And, you know, you can Google the videos. I mean, that the turns and the stops and just owning that that the end of that runway and coming back and spinning herself around. <laughs> she knew exactly what she was doing and she knew that she was doing it for, you know, more than just herself. Right. She knew that a big change was happening that day. So, so um it is it was amazing, and I love moment. how vividly you can remember all of these moments, and I'm sure she remembers these moments too because these are pivotal moments, I feel like, for all of us families that show, like, there is hope at the light of this, at the end of this tunnel. Like, there is a light, and it is so bright. You just need to see it, and look, you're seeing it with your own eyes. It's incredible, Katie. 
Absolutely. You know, I say all the time, the face of disability is constantly evolving um, because of mothers like you that are that are adamant about change. You know, we know more, we do more. Right. Um, you know, yeah, I, I really can't even put into words um, just what I've seen in Grace's lifetime, right. you know, and uh, it makes me excited uh, about the future. And, and I tell people all the time, you know, if you believe in something, don't ever let someone tell you that your belief is not worth the time. Because if I would have listened to all the people along the way, right. tell me that this is a crazy idea, oh that goodness. this is going to be popular now and it's going to go out of style. Could you imagine? Uh, it's never going to go out of style. That's just, no. Exactly. I'm like, not in my lifetime. I know. And I know, you know, the posse of women and dads and grandmas and, and aunts and uncles that I'm walking with. Right. And they're not going to stand for it. No. I tell brands this all the time. We are not going to be okay with being forgotten any longer. No, we're so not. So you either get on the bus now, right? Or you're going to be chasing the bus <laughs> down the road. Yes. <laughs> Katie, you are doing such important work. I mean, we're just so you are phenomenal, yeah, Katie. We're you so inspire proud of me you. Yeah. Every single day yeah. to do better and to know better and just to work harder in the community for inclusion and for our kids not to be forgotten because I feel mm. like that's so dang important. Definitely. It, it really is. And I appreciate it. But I do want to say, you know, it is because I walk with all of you that it continually empowers this organization to move forward. You know, we are so strong together and I love, you know, talking with you ladies, but really it's the whole community, you it know, is. that has been so adamant about this change, you know, and it's the reason why we are where we are today. Yeah. And the community is so amazing. I love just going on your Instagram and, you know, looking at all, you know, the kids that have been tagged, you know, on your and your page. headshot clinics. Oh, yeah. Michelle and I always talk about how we love that. We're like, when can we join? Right. <laughs> it's such a great community. It is. You've really made something incredible, Katie, and you should be really proud of yourself. And Grace is going to continue that legacy. Definitely. If you could choose one, what would you say your favorite ad has been? Oh gosh! Besides the one, I can't on, even you know. I'm such Jane. a big, <laughs> I know, I'm such a big picture person. Yes, that I feel like we have so much work to do that I can't even relish in <laughs> any of the wins. But I will tell you a story. Um, obviously, Matilda Jane has been a wonderful partner of ours for years, and. We, I get emails from, from um, cu you know, customers that have found Matilda Jane because of changing the face of beauty. And I also get, you know, um, emails from customers that have found changing the face of beauty because of Matilda Jane. And one letter sticks out in my mind um, when a mom emailed me and she said, I just want to let you know um, how grateful I am um, of this partnership. And I have to tell you, you know, we... We were looking at the latest um, lookbook from Matilda Jane, and um, you know my daughter recognized that there was a child that looked different, and because of this lookbook, we had this moment where I could sit with my daughter and I, we could talk about you know what it means to have a difference, and you know that this child is really you know more like you than 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 different, and I just appreciate being able to have that conversation in a safe environment. And so that's what I love about 
this journey is that, you know, going back to, I don't want to ask people to be my daughter's friend, you know, um, in my mind, I was like, what is the quickest way I can get as many people familiar with grace (laughs) (laughs) as possible. And I believe it's advertising. I believe that kids faces are in those screens all day long. You know, they are in those lookbooks. They are in those magazines. That is where value is placed for them. Um, And the fact that brands are starting to catch on and giving families like me before grace, the opportunity to be exposed to differences um, makes me just so proud of all of us. You know, it, it, it reminds me the importance that we all have to keep pushing and we all have to keep recognizing the brands that are jumping on now, um, you know, giving them our consumerism, calling them out, celebrating these ads. You know, I'm sure you guys feel like I do. We hope someday we don't have to, right? We don't have to make a big deal. Right. See that difference. But right now, as we are trending up, um, the more emphasis we put on that, um, brands listen. They right. care yeah. what you think. Um, and so if they're hearing back from you that what they're doing matters, um, they will continue to do it. And that's what we want them to do. That's amazing. What is your ultimate goal with changing the face of beauty? Like what is your goal company that you would want to work with? And, you know, again, just because I am such a global large picture (laughs) person, um, I used to really put a lot of emphasis on that brand, Uh you know, and and I talked to this amazing businessman, um, and his name is escaping me, um, from Canada. Uh And he, he has a disability himself. He goes into companies and he talks about the benefit of hiring the disability community and communicating to them. And he asked me that same question. He's like, he's like, you know, what is your end goal? What are you looking for? And I was like, wow, like if I could get gap, you know, to include the disability community, like that would just be, they have such powerful imagery. I walk into the store and I'm inspired, you know, by their faces. And if I could just see the disability community amongst those faces and he sat there and he said, Katie, he said, Gap is at the low end of the totem pole. You need to be looking up. You need to be looking at those designers. They're the ones that set the trend. Oh and I'm goodness. like, really? Like, I'm so behind when right. it comes to fashion. I have no clue, <laughs> right? So, funny. so I definitely don't put a ton of weight on the brand right. um, as much as I do. Let's get out there. Let's continue the conversation. Let's keep educating. Let's get the entire ad industry aware of the value of this community. Not, you know, how they can do something good to make them feel good this month um, or this ad week. No, I'm talking about real change. I'm talking about adding this community Mm -hmm. on the diversity checklist. They need to be there. They deserve to be there. Yes, they do. And it needs to happen. So my end goal um, has always been, um, you know, to really uh, educate, you know, ad firms across the world, how valuable our community is and ensuring that every conversation they have with their clients, that disability community is included on that diversity checklist. I firmly believe that if when that happens, um, there will be very few companies that, you know, won't ensure that they are communicating at some point to our community. Right. That's great. So uh, you touched a little bit on, um, you know, parents can 
you know, uh, reach out to companies that are doing it right and, you know, saying thank you so much. And then we touched on the headshot clinics a little bit. Um, what are some other ways that parents can get involved to help further this mission? Well, you know, it's interesting that you asked that. I love that because we actually, uh, we just put together a group of um, moms who have reached out and said, hey, um, how can I help changing the face of beauty? And, um, you know, we're we're always at, cro- at a crossroads, right? Like, what's the big next step? Right. right. Where are we yeah. going? And so I kind of had to go back to the beginning and say, Katie, what were you doing at the beginning that you're not doing now? And one is, you know, just the ability to reach these companies, to send those emails, to send mm-hmm. that heartfelt story. So right. um, I am inviting um, anyone to join our group. And, you know, it's it's great because we, you know, kind of collaborate on what what people are saying and, you know, start writing letters. And it's something you can do when you're sitting, you know, at night watching TV. Um, that's what I used to do. And I would just cut and paste, cut and paste, cut and paste all day long. But what is so powerful is the story, right? And and my story is out there. It's it's old news. Um, brands want to hear from consumers, and they want to hear a new story. And so I tell the people that are are, are um, volunteering um, to send these emails. You know a couple things are going to happen. One, your child just might be, um, included in an ad campaign, right? Um, (laughs) or, you know, you're going to, um, be able to meet with this brand and make big change. Um, or changing the face of beauty is going to have a new partner and we're going to continue to be able to further this mission. So, um, right now we're just kind of putting together, uh, we have a couple people that are actively doing it. Um, but we're inviting people in, you know, let's tell your story. And uh, it's great because we kind of bounce ideas off each other. And, and, you know, I help them kind of formulate because it's not about me, you know, um, it's not really about changing the face of beauty. It's about your passion for changing right. the face of beauty. Why does this matter to you? Um, and I really believe that it's going to help us grow. It's going to help us reach more, um, companies and, um, you know, be able to educate, um, more marketing departments, which is, which is what we want to do. Yes. And I feel like once you step into the community and everybody's getting involved, it's just, it works so much better because not only are you pushing for it, but every other person is helping push for inclusion. Yes. And, you know, our headshot clinics travel around the country. It's amazing. We've photographed thousands of aspiring models um, because people have stepped up and said, I want this clinic in my community. Um, I want to empower, um, you know, the people that I know to go out and seek that representation. Um, The biggest issue for big brands is finding talent. Uh, The talent firms are not on board. Um, it's the reason that Gail is the one and only, um, and that needs to change. Every it does need to change. Wow, that, I, my jaw is on the floor right now. That's so sad. It is so sad, and and I get emails daily um, asking for help. You know, help um, connect us to models, and my response is help me um, further this mission and help us you know, empower these, um, talent firms to get on board because they're not on board. The only time they're on board is when they have a job in their inbox mm-hmm. and they're scouring, right. um, to try to find somebody that needs to change. They need, you know, they make sure that they have diversity, um, represented in their portfolio. Right. Why is it 
disability community not a part of that. So um, that's why our, our um, you know, headshot clinics are are there. And, um, you know, not all parents are into that. You know, they, they're not right. in a position to be able to travel all over the place and um, do these gigs wherever right. they are. Um, but there are people that are in a position to do that. And so we want to make sure that we, you know, arm them with professional headshots and and give them kind of the armor they need to go out to those talent firms and and not take no for an answer. I believe that if there is something that's waking you up at night and, um, you know, telling you that this is, this is creative and this is something that's giving you that itch. I say, go for it. Um, you know, kind of my analogy is how many places sell hamburgers, right? Um, you go to any given, you know, corner of the street and there is four companies selling the exact same thing, but they have their own, um, spin on it. So, this is a big world and no one person can impact the way that multiple people can. So um, I always say, hey, you know, this came to me. It was given to me. I don't know why, um, but I knew that it was my purpose and I knew that I had to move forward with it. I encourage anyone else who has that inkling, who feels the need to advocate um, to do it and don't let anyone tell you that someone else has done it before you. It's yours. So there's a reason that it was put in your heart. Changing the face of beauty is successful because we don't get out of our lane. We don't advocate for anything else except for media representation, right? So if you know what you want and you know what you feel has been given to you in your heart to do, stay there. Don't let anyone make you detour because that's what makes you strongest. It's you're stronger in your lane. Stay in your lane and and pour every ounce of energy into it. And and you know, you will rise. That that's it 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 have it just happens, you know. We're going to all rise together though. That's That's the thing. right. Absolutely. Well, Katie, thank you so much for joining us. Um, How can people find you? What's your website and your social media and your Facebook group? Yes. Yeah, well, we are at changingthefaceofbeauty.org, um, and we have links to all our social there. We're most active on Instagram and Facebook, um, and then we you can reach out. You can send a note through our website, and I will get you linked up with the, um, the Facebook group if you're interested in writing letters. Um, if you're interested in having a headshot clinic in your, in your area, I can also, we have a headshot clinic coordinator. She's amazing, Julie. Um, I can hook you up with her and she can give you all the information. So really the website is kind of the beginning. You know, um, I answer all the emails. So thank you so much for doing this and for including us. I appreciate it. I think you guys are amazing. Thank and you, I Katie. should have been referencing dads on here. So there. It's okay. My husband, believe me, is the driving force behind my brain every yeah. time. Yes. I go, I can't, this is not going to, you know, I, I'm scared. He's right behind me, pushing me forward. So, yes. um, so yes, we rise together. It's my favorite phrase. Yes, we do. I believe it. Thank you so much, Katie. Talk to you later, Katie. Yes. Have a great day. You, you too. too. Bye. Bye-bye. When she's not hosting Advocate Like a Mother podcast, Michelle Sullivan also owns Littlest Warrior Apparel. Littlest Warrior was inspired by her son, Eli. Eli has had several procedures, including open heart surgery during his first year of life. Eli also happens to have Down syndrome. After his heart surgery, she was looking to connect with other moms who have kids with special needs, and she thought t-shirts would be a fun way to interact. 
She started designing tees and Littlest Warrior was born and quickly grew. She loves that her tees are conversation starters and that's a great way to spread awareness. Shop now and use your voice with Littlest Warrior apparel at littlestwarrior.com. Don't forget to grab your Advocate Like a Mother tee and use the promo code ADVOCATE at checkout for a 10% discount today. Thanks for shopping. I know that was incredible. She really is so encouraging to step out of that comfort zone of competition over community because that's not how this should work. We should all rise, build each other. You know, if you have an idea, don't wait on it. it. Do it. Like this podcast idea, right? I mean, I know your fear of speaking is not your preferred, (laughs) you know, method of conversation. (laughs) But look, you've stepped out of your box and look at we have, I feel like, helped our community in a lot of ways and we still have a lot of ways to go to help our community. But if you have that idea, like run with your fire. Seriously. Seriously. Run with it. If you have any ideas or anything that you think would be valuable or helpful to your community, do it. Yeah. And we heard Katie, you know, say that, you know, there's not that much out there. There's not. Agencies. Start an agency. Do something. Do something. Yes. You know, like there's, there's always something. Make big changes. Like, especially if if you feel a fire under you, like it's there for a reason. Yes. Like follow that. Trust your instinct and go with your gut because trust me, you're going to do amazing things. And just because you see so-and-so out there maybe doing something similar or you feel discouraged because maybe you feel like I can't, um, you know, level up to them or I'm not on their level. We are all on the same level. We need to champion each other. Yes. And we need to like raise each other up. Yeah. We're, we're in all, this together. Yes. And we're all doing the best we can. Yeah. And if there's multiple of us, that's great too. Right. We, we can all learn from each other. We all have the same end goal. Yes, you know? we do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's community. Yes. Not competition. Yes, definitely. Well, I'm just so excited about um, just seeing, you know, the changes in advertising, you know, over the last few years. It's just really cool to be able to see, you know, kids like ours being represented. And it means so much to our families, regardless if we have the same disability or different, just to see some sort of representation up there. It means the world. And baby steps. Like, you know, obviously, like nothing happens overnight. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, like it could be better. But we're so thankful for working on making it better. And that's what matters. Yes, definitely. So excited to you know see what it's going to look like five ten years down the road you know it's just so cool to think about yes so please make sure to check out our patreon account yeah and then we also have a store so you can get some you know stickers and mugs and sweatshirts and all the fun things yeah and then go to advocatelikeamother.org and thanks so much for joining us today friends we'll catch you next time bye 